Hello everyone and welcome to episode number six <laughs> of the Question Everything with Kaz and Jill show. I hope everybody is well. Jill, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Enjoying the sunshine. Ne- nearly a wee bit too much actually. <laughs> a little singed. A little singed arm. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's just unbelievable to get this weather in September. So I'm just like taking every opportunity because it's going to be bleak next week probably. <laughs> oh, don't say that. Make the most of it. <laughs> I know. So are you questioning anything today? I'm not really. I think we're just loving life right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm questioning my immunity because I got COVID last week and I thought I would never get it again. I know. It's not like you to get sick. I know. I knew. So when I went to bed and I had a kind of, I got the sweats and I had a sore head. As soon as I had the sore head, I thought, this is COVID. I don't get sore heads really. And I just knew. And I tested myself the next morning and it was negative and I thought, right okay but I am sick so I'm just gonna lie here on the sofa and watch really bad tv for a while <laughs> and then I thought right I'll do another test and then boom positive Nightmare. so I had it for like it was positive for five days and then it was just literally gone wow so it wasn't like the fatigue like, like did you have fatigue when you had it anyway that was a thing I think so like you think you're all right remember yeah and then you go and do something and you're like oh, I have to go lie down <laughs> yeah yeah gosh it's that long ago it's so hard to yeah, remember isn't it I, I don't think I just remember feeling really weird like off yeah. for a couple of days and then it sort of went away yeah you yeah. had the whole taste thing as well didn't you yeah I, I, I feel left out I never had that oh that's not nice yeah. <laughs> I want to yeah, enjoy because, my food <laughs> because I didn't lo- uh, lose my appetite uh, no not really I mean there was times when I wasn't really hungry but I ate anyway yeah <laughs> but I wasn't like oh I'm not hungry for days so you could taste oh I yeah. no yeah. problem at um, all yeah one bad day and then five days of just not feeling top top form cars yeah but I remember getting that with a cold no do you not remember that like being younger and you sort of lost your taste yeah you just not really and you'd eat a curry and be like oh there's no taste to that yeah and then when your cold went away but we never really like cared I know (laughs) like oh that's a symptom of the cold you have to put a label (laughs) on it now as covid yeah Yeah, I know but yeah it didn't last as long and I I feel good I went went, I tried not to leave it too long before going back to the gym because in a way I could slide very easily I know. Uh, so we did go back on the Friday, which is like just over a week. Um, and it was a wee bit hard, but pretty good. Uh, yeah. So that's me back in the swing of it. It's nice to go sometimes even and just be in the environment. Just do something. And you just feel better by osmosis, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. So true. Leave your gym stuff out in the morning, get ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just go and look at people work out and you feel better. <laughs> I know, I know. Do you know what? Isn't it hard to work out in the sun? I did I did a kickboxing workout in the sunroom this morning and I was so hot. Uh, yeah, it puts you off a wee bit, you slow down. I don't know how people in hot countries do, I know. do these workouts. I know, it's crazy, isn't it? Unless you're doing something like rollerblading along the promenade or something, that sounds a bit I more know. pleasant, doesn't it? <laughs> sounds very Santa Monica Boulevard. I know. <laughs> and I think as well, you know the way in California well not necessarily California but in America they're all into ice baths it's like that's no problem at all I would get in an ice bath if I'm too hot but like <laughs> you're freezing already although <laughs> not that I've done it but um do they not say that that's more of an extreme like you hear sea swimmers say it's actually easier in winter because you're already cold okay but in the summer because you're Warm. hot uh, maybe oh. I'm wrong about that <laughs> Let's ask an actual but sea also, swimmer. But also, <laughs> I have heard if you go into the sea towards the end of the summer, it's easier because it's warmed up. Oh, the sea would be warmer, the yeah. Sea. I'd probably not true. much to, to really notice in Northern Ireland, but um, the it probably sea. makes a difference. So if you go in it? at the start of the summer, mm-hmm. when you think it's a nice day, but it's been freezing 
all yeah. of winter. The water hasn't got a good yeah, warm yeah. up yet. <laughs> but I, I'm not gonna lie, I know it's trendy, but I don't enjoy the sea swimming. Yeah, I love the sea, but I need it to be in a hot country where you're bezoiled and you've got to get in to cool down. Yeah, like, like Mauritius, when it's clear. I hate being freezing. No jellyfish. Mm, no jellyfish. You love your jellyfish. No, <laughs> massive phobia listeners of jellyfish, but also. If you love jellyfish, do let me know. Okay, I don't know if anybody does. But they're just weird. I know. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the one in Whitehead Beach when we were away and people were standing on it? No, it was dead. Big, like, big brown thing. Big massive thing. They're oh. not even sexy looking in Northern Ireland, you know? Yeah. Just big. <laughs> but it's amazing. Oh, like the things out of Avatar? Yeah. <laughs> we pink one going yeah. on. Well, yeah. We pretty things all lit up. Here's just big, like, brown seaweedy looking things. To the point where you don't even realise it is one. <laughs> anyway, what are we even talking about? <laughs> okay, so today we are going to talk about the 10 bodies. So I had never heard of this until Jill pointed it out. I thought I'd heard of everything. <laughs> Wind your neck in, cuz. Um, no, I'd never heard of it. Um, and it's related to, primarily anyway, Kundalini Yoga. Kundalini Yoga tradition, isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the body doesn't consist of just one physical body or two you know the physical and the mental it has 10 what what are they i hear you ask so you have one physical body three mental bodies and six energy bodies and the energy the exercises in this yoga are supposed to engage them all and help you balance everything out that's my sort of takeaway from it is that am i on the right page well i think so i have only discovered this myself as well but i find it fascinating what i was reading yeah hence why we're talking about it yeah. we're in no way remotely experts Perf- but, I know. but you <laughs> it's find just that- another thing we find and now we're questioning <laughs> but don't you find that though you see something you're all excited about it yes. you just want to talk about it so this is where this is where you're at i'm trying to get on board i'll talk later about me attempting to do the yoga but, um, yeah so will i talk about the 10 yes bodies? let's do it so I find a source on the 3HO website. I don't know if you've heard of it, but if you search Google for 10 bodies, that's the first thing that comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they talk about it quite intensely. So number one, the soul body. So the soul never dies, remains throughout your life and lifetimes to come. This one I like, um, soul never dies. I think we would like to believe that that is true. Yeah. So when somebody dies, you know, if you've ever seen somebody pass away, the life obviously it's just gone as soon as they pass away but it's like they're not even the same person anymore so it's almost like all the personality all the you-ness is part of your soul isn't it mm-hmm. your authentic spirit mm-hmm. um so this that's a nice one to start that body and you feel like your soul is eternal yeah 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 i, I think so so then you have the negative mind i wonder I wonder why it's called the negative mind whenever they're all bodies <laughs> That's one of the mind bodies, isn't it? Okay, yeah. Of yeah. course. Pay attention to what you've just said. <laughs> so the negative mind, it's the part of you that wears a seatbelt. Help, helpful as long as it's in balance. Helps you to not get carried away and stay out of dangerous situations. If it is out of balance, you can become pessimistic, feel fear or overthink. It's one that we might be tapping into a bit too much. Mm, which sounds very much like what people refer to as the ego as well, doesn't it? I was it? thinking we were talking about that in the yes. Sonia Choquette episode yes. and the barking dog. Yes. Uh, and the ego is it's what keeps you safe. So that's why it's saying stay out of dangerous situations. So mm-hmm. the, the ego is it's not going to go away and it is important. 
but you as we said before you need to learn how to tame it keep it in balance so that's the negative mind then we have the positive mind it is inspirational and uplifting when balanced when out of balance you can become reckless unprepared gullible or easily persuaded <laughs> all been there <laughs> yeah have you ever been gullible? I don't think you're gullible. Gullible. Do you know why you can probably think of somebody who's like easily sucked in by stuff? <laughs> yeah, like the, oh, I know, naive or whatever, just too trusting, too believing or too... I know. But those are good qualities in, at the right time to have. Exactly. Yeah. But then the next one, the neutral mind, listens to intellectual input from the negative and positive mind and leads you to the best decision using unbiased, intuitive knowledge. Best to use the neutral mind to make decisions and to approach situations. So I guess okay. the neutral mind kind of helps you get that balance then, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. So that you're not leaning too far mm. in either direction, positive or negative. It reminds me of that word that I couldn't remember on the podcast, equanimity. <laughs> so approaching things from a balanced perspective. Yeah. Stuff could be happening, blowing up right in front of you, but if you take a step back... How can you neutrally deal with this? It's happening. You can't stop it. So how can you best go forward? Yeah. So yeah, and that's good. The right one at the right time. Physical body, crafted. Isn't that right? Yeah. Physical. Mm-hmm. Yep. Physical body crafted so you can enjoy a human life. Balance point between heaven and earth. The key here is balance. Balance in body and mind. Balance in diet and exercise. Balance in play, work and rest. Pretty logical stuff, that one basically, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so that's another thing. You know, we're here, we've talked about this maybe before. We're here to experience human life in a physical body, and you, you literally have to just take the lessons, learn from them, move through them, try not to resist stuff that's coming your way. And that's all part of the human experience. Yeah, and we were talking about this earlier, weren't we? Your physical body, you know, a lot of us think you're a physical body with a soul, and that's kind of it. Yeah and a lot of us put a lot of emphasis on our physical body as being the real you Mm -hmm. don't we yeah but like you and i were saying your physical body that you have now is completely different from the physical body when you were a baby yep so it's constantly changing it's not yeah you know we give it so much importance don't we i know because it's not you at all it's just temporary bag of skin that you're using while you're here and it's constantly aren't you constantly making new cells and regenerating it's so do you regenerate pretty much everything over certain like what is it your liver regenerates after i don't know how many years i'd have to check that one out but things <laughs> do just regenerate people yeah. are going to quote us for scientific facts <laughs> disclaimer we don't it's, know anything it's about, about some amount of time i don't know yeah. <laughs> you all can go and find that out yourself on wikipedia but it is true isn't it like it's just atoms and molecules constantly being used and recycled and i know it's pretty cool i know i thought we're getting i I feel like we just borrow these atoms and molecules while we're here in this human lifetime yeah you know we we just borrow them because they go back don't they as well into the soil yeah are you gonna get cremated golly um (laughs) does that like well if your physical body isn't really you then yeah why not i know i don't really mind i I know that was a bit of a random question thrown in there yeah it is isn't it i know it is something i've thought about uh, most people do now, don't they? Whatever's most efficient to <laughs> let my atoms and molecules be recycled and Picks reused. Less space. To grow a new tree. Yeah, or <laughs> yeah exactly. Alrighty, so number six, do you want to read that one? Arcline? Arcline. So, uh, the arcline is also known as the arc body. It's a line of energy that forms an arc from ear tip to ear tip. 
sometimes called a halo. So it projects who you are to others without a word being spoken. It protects you from negative energy directed towards you. So have you felt something and turned around to find someone staring at you? That's an experience of the arc line in action. Mm. I kind of want to sing Beyonce. Hello, hello. <laughs> Her last good song. I'm only joking. <laughs> um, yeah, so that one, it's hard to get your head around a wee bit. But I haven't had that, you know the way, that whole, I feel like somebody's staring at you. I feel like I haven't had that in a while. But it's also maybe you need to tap in a bit more to your energy to feel that. Yeah, mm-hmm. your kind of sixth sense, isn't it? Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I can hear your brain thinking. <laughs> <laughs> My confused brain. Yeah. Um, auric, is that how I pronounce it? Auric body or aura is a sphere of electromagnetic energy that surrounds the physical body. can extend up to nine feet in every direction. <laughs> um, may recognize this body when you feel someone else's presence in the room. So that's a bit like the other one. Or get a sense of their energy. This body protects the physical body and can manifest into different colours. This electromagnetic field of others can also impact us. Well, let me ask you, have you ever seen people's auras? I know some people can. Um, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. And as well, do you, you know the way people talk about, oh, you're in my personal space? Yes. Do you not feel that's your aura? And it's if like their energy isn't lining like, up with yours and they're, in, they're too close, it's, it's that kind of... Okay. Uh, well, that's how, that's my kind of take on it. But yes, I feel I feel people have an aura. I feel people have an energy that you can tell a lot about somebody when they've just walked in the room. Walked in the room. Mm. Oh yeah, I get that. Definitely, you can feel when you're sort of being repelled by somebody. <laughs> they want their space. So, you know, you can tell when somebody wants to talk to you. Yeah. 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 I think it's really important to actually try and tap into that a wee bit more because you could really yeah. help a person out. And I feel like there's always a lot more, you know, going on in a conversation than just somebody's words as well, isn't yeah. there? You can tell the energy yeah. that somebody's saying something with or mm. Yeah, I like it. Donna was telling me, shout out to my ex-co-host, uh, she used to see people as colours. Yeah. Um, can you guess what my colour was? Oh my goodness. I think you're... Seth, go Seth, Seth. Oh, close. <laughs> Yellow. Wow, nice. Yeah. Nice. It's nice. That is nice. I, I think you're purple. You think I'm purple? Wow. Because it's my favourite colour. <laughs> well, yellow's mine. Oh, yay. <laughs> like and they go very nicely together. Absolutely. Yellow and purple are very complimentary. We need to change our logo. I know. <laughs> what happens when you mix purple and yellow? Do you get brown? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Love it. Yeah, so or it's it's something that I kinda feel like it was talked about years ago, you know, auras and all that. I'm reading a book at the minute. It's a Stephen King horror book. Uh, it's called Insomnia. Have you read mm-hmm. it? I have heard of it, I haven't read I it. Mean, it's really old, but I've just gone through a Stephen King kinda take me away off to another world type phase at the minute. And he's see the guy who is suffering from insomnia is seeing auras everywhere he walks. I'm about halfway through, so I don't know kind of how it's supposed to materialise, but he's seeing all these colours and he sees it like a, a balloon string coming off of the top of their head. It's a bit like this nine feet thing. Mm-hmm. So it's literally this. So it's like, ooh, I hope it like I hope it reads well. I hope it speaks to speaks to auras nicely. <laughs> See, it's everywhere. Everybody feels this. You go back in history, people have been talking about all this stuff for yeah 
And when people are like angry or evil, there's like spiky red bits going on around the outside of it and stuff. Awesome. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Brilliant. I'm going to look out for auras today. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So number eight is the pranic body. What controls the breath and takes in prana? The life force energy of the universe. The pranic body gives you energy, courage, control over your mind and healing power. When you breathe, you're feeding your pranic body. As you practice pranayama, mm-hmm. you'll experience the expansion and strength of this body. So it's all breathing related. Yeah. And I, I trained to be a meditation teacher. I didn't complete it, but I did train. And this was one of the um, one of the sessions and it was all breathing. And it was nostril breathing. We've talked about this mm-hmm. before. I'll not do it on the podcast because you'll be like, stop breathing into my ear. But it's all nostril breathing, which is supposed to be overall well-being when you breathe that way. But mm-hmm. breath is our life absolutely um i think i talked about breathing recently on the podcast it can calm the mind calm the body i think we forget to do it properly every single day uh, but it's very very powerful Mm -hmm. i had a girl come up to me at work the other day say to me do you know why that all those flights got messed up coming home recently Mm -hmm. and cancelled and she she was delayed at london and she goes i must do what kaz said to me and she did her breathing four in and six out mm-hmm. and it totally calmed her down and I'm like Lovely. I love that you've told me that so just this is how powerful like if you can just remember in a situation where you're getting stressed out to just tap into this absolutely because I was reading something about the the prana you know and your your inhale you're you're inhaling divinity you're inhaling life force you yep. know source energy whatever you want to call it like that's you without that you you're you're not here anymore you know when you stop breathing that's it you yeah you have left your physical body and yeah. you know that is life that breath really is life so with every inhale you're taking you're breathing in life and then you can breathe it out and i started to picture i was sort of meditating on it that you know you're breathing in this divine creative energy and then you can breathe it out into your world Mm. to create your world as you want it to create you know to let that energy flow through you as well and oh yeah it was a it's nice a nice sort of you know i don't know if that's along the, the kundalini yoga lines but that was why i was taking it at that moment and yes. it just felt it felt so calming and it felt like you know there's just so much love and support there and by calming your breath you're really tapping into the goodness you're allowing it in with your inhale and then you're allowing it to go out into your world ahead of you on your exhale as if it's sort of Mm. preparing the positive way for you and you can step forward into the world that you're wanting to create as opposed to just being yeah battered when you're nervous you're taking your shallow breaths and you're sort of not allowing that real flow of energy Mm. through you what's interesting you're saying about uh the calming breath and i i'll talk about it a bit in a minute the the yoga that you do is not calming breath at all (laughs) that's energizing isn't it it's yeah i'll touch upon that in a minute yeah (laughs) you wonder what they're trying to do with that we need a um what do you call it a video podcast so that you can demonstrate (laughs) oh i know i mean they would have had to have dried my hair (laughs) okay number nine is the subtle body So this gives you the opportunity to understand and master the subtlety of life. It can help you understand what is going on around you and how things work. Those people who can tune into situations easily or pick up new skills as if by magic have developed the subtle body. 
I like that one. Mm-hmm. It is quite subtle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Were you talking about that earlier, the subtle body? The subtle body, we were talking about it. You had more information um, on it, didn't you? Well, we were talking about it in terms of the soul body and the oh, subtle yeah. body. Yeah. And then number 10, do you want to do the last one? Uh, the radiant body. Mm. So the radiant body gives you spiritual reality and radiance. Those with a strong radiant body have a lot of charisma and tend to shine. A strong radiant body will make you courageous in the face of any and every obstacle. Good things are drawn to you through a developed and powerful radiant body. That's a, that's the best one. That's nice, isn't it? When I was researching this, I was kind of going, right, I need to find a meditation that taps into this one specifically. Oh, absolutely. That's one you want to like delve into, isn't I it? But I find it difficult actually to find specific ones. So moving on to this uh, YouTube video that I found. So I found a meditation. I thought it was going to be just meditation but it wasn't this meditation and yoga so they are kind of connected anyway kundalini mm-hmm. yoga is all of those things um and it was going through all of the all of the 10 bodies mm-hmm. and i i had already i've said to jill earlier i had done a yoga in the morning i was quite tired i needed a kind of a rest day and i thought oh this doesn't look too bad we'll do this one and wow it is fast movements and fast breathing big big rapid big rapid movements and, and i was saying to you there's one called the frog and she wanted me to do it she wanted me to do it 26 times when I had such sore legs from being at the gym. I was like, I can only do about 10 here, so it's not going to happen. But I just thought, do you know what? I'm researching this. I want to get really into it and know what it's about. Because you can read all of these bodies and go, oh, yes, these are all these are all nice. This is all something that I should tap into. But I wanted to tap into it so that I would feel the effect of them all. So, yeah, it's I put, I'll put a link to the, the video that I used in the show notes. It was about 30 minutes. I didn't finish it all because she was going into a meditation after the yoga, but I think everybody should try it just to see how difficult it is. Please don't pass out <laughs> because it is so fast. You think of this fast breathing, it's like you don't normally breathe this way, but it's, I feel like the fast breathing gives you this energised feeling. That's what you want for all of these bodies, to energise and tap into all of them. That's what I felt anyway. So, have you done any of the yoga? I've done some of the breathing stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. isn't it intense? Yeah, I know. It definitely is. It's not just meditating. <laughs> it's not though. Yeah. So yeah, it's a good. It's a good thing to kind of look into and and like I say, you know, you can intellectually understand it all, but I think it is important to try techniques. Otherwise, what's the point in learning this stuff? You know. I know. I feel like there's like. A lifetime of learning and all of this it's actually fascinating isn't it, mm, it is. we've just scratched the surface we've just discovered it and we were so excited to talk about it <laughs> yeah so um have you anything else you want to say about the bodies or yes well i find it quite interesting that the 10 bodies um are interlocked but two are free to leave mm. so whenever the soul desires to leave the physical body um all the bodies remain behind um except for the physical body or sorry the soul and the subtle body Mm. so that means your identity is gone so your physical body remains but the you that is you is gone Mm. where's it go to (laughs) it's eternal isn't it that's the big question (laughs) that everybody's asking yes so i just find that really interesting that it was the soul and the subtle body that leaves and it made me want to 
question more what is the relationship between those two what part of that goes on to other lifetimes mm-hmm. you know oh I don't know where where do they go you it's know a big question yeah I, I, I could talk about that and talk about that um I just don't feel I have anything to say because I have no answers nobody does I know you, you have, do, you ever, do you ever wonder when people are talking about this really in-depth stuff it's like where did you even get it from I know are I they know get, like they how got, do these people know I mean there's mentors and but you have to go back and back and back and then where did they get it from I don't but don't they say all your answers are inside of you right so somebody's went I feel this answer and then it's snowballed yeah. into mentors and mentees and I think, you know, you can learn so much from all these different people as we have. Yeah, I know. But it's not an intellectual process, sure it's not. You know, I no. think they can give you um, so many new avenues of discovering what's inside yourself. Mm. But um, I don't think anyone can find it for you. You know, it's fascinating. You know, even like we didn't know about these 10 bodies until recently. And now we're like, wow, we got to look into this and find out more. But, um, you know, even that is, it's sort of another pointer, isn't it? It's another sort of, I feel like everything is just a big arrow. And all of the arrows are pointing right to what's within you. And you have to go within to get the answers. Yeah. It's all in there. The whole universe is within you, isn't it? I hear that all the time, and lots of people I listen to say it all the time. Go within, but sometimes do you ever think there's no answers coming? <laughs> <laughs> you just do not know what to do next, and I think you do need to have more time in silence. And I am avoiding that, maybe. Yeah, maybe you're thinking. I'm intellectualizing too much. Yeah, we we'll never answers. get the answers. Sure, we won't. Yeah not our strong point <laughs> what intellectualism <laughs> is that a word <laughs> there we go <laughs> very good well maybe that's enough on 10 bodies today uh you guys can go and sort of research if you like and as i say i'll put the link to the yoga in if you try it i would love to know how you find it yeah i feel this could be something that we could uh talk about in a year's time and talk about in 10 years time and talk about in 20 years time and yeah keep digging forever can't we and probably yeah learn more and more in 10 years time i might be able to do the yoga <laughs> you'll do your 26 uh, whatever the words no problem goodness all righty well thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you next time bye bye, bye.